Hi everybody. Yeah, quite a while since I recorded the last podcast. Um, yeah, I don't know. Somehow um, I got the hang of uh, doing these podcasts every Sunday when I drove to my family. But um, we had this snow chaos the the last week in Germany. So uh, on that on that particular weekend, I didn't drive to to my family home. So uh, yeah, I didn't really had the time to record a podcast. Um, so yeah, now I quite feel like uh, speaking a bit. And a dear friend of mine asked me to speak about consumerism because uh, we found that that's uh, that's a quite interesting topic. And uh, yeah, I quite agree. And consumerism was a topic uh, I read about in a book, um, which I read last year, I guess. Um, I read it in German, and it's called A Brief History of Humankind, freely translated to, to English. And that's where I came across the term of consumerism for the first time. And uh, yeah, I found that quite interesting because um, I just looked consumerism up on, on Wikipedia and yeah, it, it, it struck me to, to read it. So um, yeah, if you, if you have a smartphone in your hand, which I assume because you're listening to me right now, um, just um, go to Wikipedia and type in consumerism and read it on your own. Because uh, what I read there was, was uh, yeah, mind-blowing to some degree. Because consumerism is described as a kind of lifestyle which places the, the fulfillment of um, consumption needs um, as a very high good. And... Um, The, the wiki article states that consumerism went along with uh, with the time after Second World War when um, people finally uh, were beginning to live in peace again. And um, yeah, there was a, an ongoing trend to more individualism in, the, uh, in society. So um, yeah, goods and services became somehow... A marker of who you are so um, people began to define themselves by consuming specific goods and I think that's why um, these days um, brands are so important so I think um, yeah just just think about those those big big popular brands uh, which are available all over the world um, think about apple think about mcdonald's think about microsoft um, i think actually the the iphone is is quite a perfect example because when i studied um, in university I don't remember which professor it was. I, I think it was it was the professor for uh, human resources. Funny enough, he said that the iPhone is kind of a status symbol for for uh, people who don't earn very much money. For the uh, is it underclass in English? I don't know. 
because that's uh, one of the few status symbols they're able to afford. So that I think that, that that's a, a perfect picturing example of what consumerism is right now. And I think that the educational system does a very, very poor job on informing us about this um, trend, about this way of thinking. And I think when it comes to, um, to, uh, yeah, to schools, that's not on the, on the curriculum, curriculum at all. Um, I was wondering for, for a long time why, why you uh, graduate from, from school and you're able to interpret a poem to a degree, to a ridiculous degree, but you can't do your taxes, you don't know how to, uh, how to rent a flat, you don't know how to cook, you don't know anything basically. Um, and you're, you're not aware of, of yeah, those basic patterns of your behavior, which is consumerism, right? Because that's a massive trend. And I think a very big part of our economy is built on consumerism because, um, yeah, there are countless examples of stimuli placed by governments to increase consumption of consumers. For example, in Germany, there was Abwrackprämie, which was kind of a bonus for everyone who purchased a new car. Um, and the government wanted to achieve that, uh, yeah, people spent their money. Um, that they, yeah go to the bank, get their savings and buy something very nice, very new and impress your neighbors. And I think that's also a big part of consumerism, which makes us very, very unhappy in long term. Um, my friend Kay just uh, spoke to me the other day and she said um, that there are all those offers, those, those services, those places, Uh, like nightclubs, like, don't know, all those venues um, which provide us with, with stimuli, with, with entertainment, with uh, distractions and all sorts of stimuli which make us very happy in the short term because we are, we are distracted from what bothers us. But, um, yeah, because it distracts us, it makes us forego problems, inner issues. And, um, yeah, it basically acts as a buffer to uh, facing, facing problems you have to face. And I think that's, if, if there is something like the good part of the COVID pandemic, um, I, I somehow feel like there are some people um, finding back to themselves by being forced to to uh yeah to look inside themselves to find out what provides them with fun what what can be a new hobby and whom they want to spend their time with because you have to limit your social contacts i think all over the world and that makes you spend your time with with those people you're closest to and that uh yeah Can, can lead to very difficult situations, but it, hopefully it enforces people to face problems they have 
and uh, yeah i think that's that's a good part of the covid pandemic right now and uh, yeah that's again one one part of consumerism i think on the one hand uh, again the educational system doesn't really provide an answer to that and i think <laughs> funny enough um over christmas i saw Uh, a Netflix, uh, Netflix uh, TV, uh, show by Marie Kondo and funny enough she reported more or less uh, yeah a part of my conclusion for, for consumerism which is you have <laughs> that was actually quite funny if you haven't seen the TV show of Marie Kondo go watch it there is one episode uh, I think it's the second There are only six episodes. There's the, the second episode. Um, the, the first lesson when it comes to tidying up your, your wardrobe uh, of Marie Kondo is that you get everything out. So you have to, to put all your possessions, clothes-wise, uh, on your bed so that you get an overview of it. And in the first episode of Marie Kondo, there was... Uh, there was a couple, and she, uh, uh, they, they, they put out their clothes out of the wardrobe and put it on the bed, and it was, it was, it was quite a pile. But uh, in the second episode, it was, it was the most extreme example, because the pile was built up to the rooftop of the house, so there was no space between the bed and the roof anymore, and it was just so much, and basically all of the couples report one and the same thing once they're through uh, the whole tidying up process which is once you got rid of most of your possessions then you learn you relearn to value those things you kept those few things you kept because those are the things which really to use Marie Kondo's words spark joy in your in you when you see them and Yeah, I quite agree because what I read um, on the Wikipedia article was was um, quite in consensus with this with this conclusion. Um, it was that the the answer to consumerism is minimalism. So I don't want to be the the biggest advocate for for minimalism, but um, I'm an I'm an absolute YouTube junkie. And there's this channel by Daniel Titchener. Um, who's an architect, I, I think he's in London, and he's a minimalist. And um, what, I, what I see in his videos is, is just, it's just so cleaned up. His, his whole flat is functional and, and pretty, and it's, it's minimalistic. He, he doesn't have things um, twice. He, he doesn't have duplicates in his possessions. Um, And he lives in a in a 35 square meters flat, but it's it's just perfect. Everything everything fits. Everything is adjusted to another. So um, yeah, quite interesting videos from him to watch. And uh, yeah, I think that's that's one solution for for conquering um, consumerism, because. Another thing, and that was quite complimentary to this. Uh, funny enough, one a friend of mine asked me, Simon, what do you think 
about all this financial freedom stuff on the internet and how do you how do you intend to become wealthy do you do you even want to become healthy and if so how do you do that and i said well there there are there are two parts in my opinion to to become more wealthy uh, wealthy did i say healthy all the time i meant wealthy um to become wealthy the one thing obviously is to earn more money and you can do that in in different kind of ways and i'm no expert except for for one way maybe to to change your 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 time for money so to uh, earn your money as an employee and obviously there are other ways for example you could be an entrepreneur you could you could earn passive income by by renting uh, property or by um, getting dividends or by creating products and selling them uh, and so on and so forth but um, the other way to to become more wealthy is to spend less yeah and and that's that's the critical part when it comes to consumerism in my opinion because nowadays we spend so much money we don't even have to buy things we don't really need to impress people we don't really like and i think that's that's a very very big one because yeah that's 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 what we do and and why do we do that is the big question so i think there's this, this these consumeristic thoughts are kind of rooted in our society nowadays so there are these things uh, oh, i worked so hard for for this amount of time now i have to reward myself so i'm going to buy a new car or something and um I think uh, that that's um, a very, yeah, a very, very common attitude in, in today's society because I hear that so often and that, that just shows how deeply rooted consumerism is in our society when the reward for taking action is consume consuming consumption and not spending time with your beloved ones with your with your family or your spouse or whatever and um, that's 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 rooted very deeply i think in, in in society and that just shows how serious the problem is because i think to some degree because the educational system doesn't even account for that I think it's to some degree, I'm, I'm, I don't want to make the impression that I'm a fan of conspiracy, conspiracy theories, I think it's the word, but I think it, it would be a problem to some degree for society if the masses would become aware of um, yeah, financial intelligence, so to say. So. If there, there's, there's even, there's even a variable for for consume uh, for consumption um, in in economics in economical science. Uh, I, I know the German word. It's marginale Konsumrate, and I think in English it's 
um, marginal consumption quota or something it basically means that for when if 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 uh, this figure is 0 0.8 then that means that for every euro or for every dollar you earn more uh, you spend 80 cents more on consumption and that that just shows how how common this this pattern of behavior is you earn more so you spend more and i think that's the big 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 wheel this this spiral in which we most people are in i earn more so i spend more and my obligations become bigger and bigger and bigger and that's the reason why i can i can earn 6000 euro after taxes every month if my expenses and my 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 um, standard of living is 5,800 euros a month, then I will be in big, big trouble when I lose my job. And I think that's what, what many people are doing, uh, are doing, and I try to avoid that. Um, yeah, you can ask yourself, do you have, do you have, do you have some profound loans, which are, uh, yeah, which, which you took because of uh, consumption reasons? don't know do you do you have a car financed by a loan or don't know a motorbike or anything else then i think um or at least that's my evaluation i because i did that too uh although i have these uh yeah the, although i have this knowledge for for uh yeah some years by now but um yeah and that's maybe the the the, the balancing factor because of course, consumption is not always bad. I mean, we, we live in one of the most uh, one of the most uh, countries, uh, one of the most rich countries in the world right now, and uh, that basically applies to to most of the Western world right now. So, of course, consumption isn't always wrong, and there's the the L factor, so to say. I learned that from a book by Gerald Hörhan. He calls himself the investment punk in Germany, um, and the L factor is is basically this the your standard of living and. But the standard of living you very consciously choose and not. Not the standard of living you, kind of slide in because you want to impress somebody else, but the standard of living, you choose for yourself very consciously, because you say man. I am I'm on the road 40,000 kilometers per year so I want to have a car which provides me with with some degree of luxury or of of feeling good inside it or whatever it is so you have of course you you can do that and I I don't judge uh, why would I uh, who am I to judge um, but I think there are there are many many people Especially in Germany, because in Germany, if if we stay with the with the example of cars, uh, the the German's dearest child is his car, um, and according to that, there are so many people. I have I have one of them in in, in close proximity. Buying cars for for fifty sixty thousand euros. Um, under the age of 30 even um, and that's that's basically consumption debt 
and yeah i don't want to to gather much of that because that's that's what consumerism is to me um buying stuff you don't need to impress people you don't like and being trapped inside this hamster wheel um, of consumerism of having to earn the same amount of money you made last month because you have to be able to to keep your standard of living because you you're so far in in this consumption spiral that you can't get out anymore and i think that's what what happens to many people and that's why i think it's a pity that this stuff isn't teached in school because uh, yeah i ran across this topic on youtube to be honest and um, that's that's basically the youtube algorithm um, providing me with this with this um, knowledge and uh, yeah i think that's lucky for me but very unlucky for for many many people and uh, yeah i think that pretty much sums up my my thoughts about consumerism i hope you enjoyed it um, if you have any thoughts on that please reach out to me i'm very happy to to get some some feedback on this because i think that our opinions are shaped by by feedback and by um, arguing and sharing thoughts that's how you yeah how you build your opinions by by careful consideration and exchange so feel free to reach out um i'm simon kramer on linkedin so i'm always happy to to exchange thoughts so yeah thank you very much for listening to me and yeah hearing more from me on sunday thank you very much